This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Hey, it's Amy Brown here to talk about St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. For 60 years, St. Jude doctors and researchers have helped push the overall childhood cancer survivor rate from 20% to more than 80%. But we need your help getting that number to 100%. And most important, your support means that families will never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, or food. Now, that peace of mind means so much. So join me in helping St. Jude in the fight against childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope and text Bobby to 785-833. That's B-O-B-B-Y to 785-833. I love bacon. It's hard to find somebody who doesn't love bacon. All bacon's good, right? Yeah, but some bacon is next level. And when I talk about next level, I'm talking about right brand bacon. We had so much up here that... The guys on the show were fighting for it. Eddie posted a big case of it that he took home. Right Brand is the number one thick-cut, hand-trimmed, real wood smoked bacon. You just have to try it to believe. So, bacon lovers, do yourself a big favor. Go out and get yourself some Right Brand bacon today. It's time you experience bacon the right way. Welcome to Monday show. Morning, studio. Morning. Hope everybody's good. We're going to do our Monday get-to-know question. I'll ask it, and then I'll answer it to give you guys a little bit of time to think about it. Okay. Because you never know the question. Have you ever seen something that you just can't explain? Like you saw it, and you're like, I, I, like I know what I saw, but either people don't believe you, or you just can't explain. I'll go first. I swear to you once, I saw a catfish with a human nose. What? No, that's not true. That's not true. I'm telling you, we had trial lines out, me, Arkansas Keith, maybe Scotty, and we pulled up a catfish in trial lines. We would set them and we'd use like pins oil, oil, the the, the big plastic ones. We put them on those. They float. Mm -hmm. You cut the bottom of them off, but you turn it upside down. And we pulled up a catfish and either the sun was angled weird at it. Or it had like a deformed, it, was, it would look like a human nose on a catfish. Like it came out with two nostrils and everything? It was like extended from its face. Like a literal <laughs> catfish with a human nose. <laughs> That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. I'm telling you. <laughs> and we ended up throwing it back because it wasn't big. We, on those trot lines, we like big catfish only. We threw it back and I remember thinking, I can't explain that. No one's going to believe me that there was a catfish with a human nose. Oh, so you weren't the only one that saw it? It was never really talked about. Huh. And maybe Arkansas Keith has seen so many catfish with all kind of deformed faces that wasn't a thing to him. Oh. But I remember thinking, that's a catfish with a human nose. Wow. And then I always look from later on, I'd always look for catfish with a human nose in the same lake. Never saw another one. So is, does that mean a human in the catfish? Eddie, I don't know how it happens. I okay. can't explain it. That's the why I asked the question. <laughs> that's what I, that's mine. Okay, Eddie, you're up. Go ahead. Okay, so we were hunting one night in a deer lease and we had this little cabin that we stayed at. And everyone was sleeping. It was three in the morning, and I was woken up by something shaking the house. There must have been five of us in that little house. No one else woke up, and there were lights. I looked out the window, and there were lights coming from the woods. Almost looked like 
police siren lights, but they were white. They weren't blue. They weren't red. Just kind of going back and forth through the woods. And like a spotlight? I, yeah, almost like that, but multiple, like four or five. And I tried to wake everyone up. No one woke up. Finally, one person woke up. He looked out. There were no lights. I couldn't. I was like, I don't know how to explain this to you, man. Something shook the house, and there were lights in the woods, and I don't know what it was. The, the house shaking thing's weird to me. Because I would just think maybe it was a game warden or something if you're in the woods. But if the house shaking doesn't make sense. There were cows on the land, so I was thinking maybe the cows were hitting the house or whatever. But what do the lights have to do with that? Yeah, hey, that's something you can't explain. You cannot explain it. It was crazy. Lunchbox. Oh, uh, yeah. One night we were out throwing tennis balls at cars when I was a kid. Horrible and, idea. Well, and there was this white van that was like chasing us and whatever. And we were walking at one point. And there was two girls across the street, these girls I had never seen in my neighborhood before, carrying books. And at the same time, we said, oh, crap, it's the white van. And I never saw those girls again, and I've never seen them before. And why were they carrying books on a Saturday night when it's dark outside? And I still can't explain it to this day. Do you think it's ghosts? Maybe. Forrest was with me. Aaron what do you, was- you had to bet? Were they people that were really there that were abducted by the white van? I don't. I don't know oh, where your wow, mind's going. Wow. I mean, yeah, that's what I. But just why thought. were they carrying books on a Saturday night? Yes, I think they were ghosts. Ghosts, maybe of kids that were going to school when they got abducted. Right. Maybe they, they were hit books. by a car a long time ago on that date. And it was a weeknight, weekday. It was just so crazy. Uh-huh. And at the same time, we said, "Oh crap, it's the white van." And I mean, to this day, I'm like, I still think about who were those girls. Why did we see him? Why did we never see him again? Why did they have books? What does the, oh, crap, the white van have to do with anything? I don't mm. understand that part. Because the van was chasing Forrest, Aaron, and I because we'd thrown a tennis ball at it. Mm. And so we thought, oh, you, when you see it, like, we thought we got away. You know what I mean? We're walking right there across the bridge on Oak Creek. And we say, oh, crap, the white van. But we use a different word. Oh. And the girl said it at the same time. And we whoosh, hightailed it into the creek. Ghosts. You're betting. If I'm betting it was ghosts. Amy, what can you not explain? I, I'm i like, I have stories of other things I can't explain, like how my friend in college... No, no friends. Because friends lie. It's not a lie. Well, you don't know you weren't there. That's Something true. You, you can't saw. Do you not have that. anything you've ever seen that you can't explain? No, I've never One seen... One of your a- friends saw a catfish with a human nose. I know. I'm like, yeah. wow. I've never seen an animal with like a human anything. <laughs> I... Can't I've never I mean I my cousin saw something one time yeah. but I can't bring up her. Not the same thing. You, Amy, you. I know, but same I've thing. never seen lights I can't explain or You must be able to explain everything. That's pretty cool. Oh, that's live awesome. your life being able to explain everything. I've never wow. seen a ghost. Anybody else have anything they can't explain? What Ray, you have one? Yeah, I was driving through the woods with my dad and he go he brought me along because he goes, I need you to stay awake. You're gonna help me to stay awake tonight. So <laughs> I stayed awake the whole time and towards the end of the trip. I swear to God, there was three deer on the right-hand side of the road. And I had better vision than my dad. My dad wears glasses and stuff. And I go, Dad, look out! And three deer, and he swerved and goes by, and he and he goes, what was your problem? And I said, Dad, there was three. There was a mom, a dad, and a baby deer all in the middle of the road. I saved you from hitting them. And in that moment, he's like, there was no deer across the road. I didn't fall asleep. I wasn't dreaming. There was literally deer in the road and just... To this day, he goes, it was never deer in the road. And I go, I saw them for you, Dad. I saved us, man. Ghost deer. That's crazy. Yeah. Ghost deer. Well, thanks for sharing that, Ray. You had to be very vulnerable for that. Very vulnerable. Thank you. All right. Let's so I wonder if they were really deer or not. Probably. Well, Unless Ray was like half asleep. Right. Half asleep. Not fully asleep. Because I was fully awake when I saw a catfish with a human nose. <laughs> yeah, that's what worries me about that. I'm telling you, fully awake. <laughs> I'm mostly worried about these girls. <laughs> 
Oh, they're dead. They're good. They're they've ghosts. Been, they've been dead a long time. Yeah. Or the aliens that shook Eddie's house. I, mean, that, I told you. I cannot explain that. All right, that's it. Let's get the show started. Thank you guys for hanging out. Bobby Bone Show. Okay, time to go over to the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello. Bobby Bones. My husband and I are five months pregnant. We just had our gender reveal. It turns out we're having our first boy. About a year ago, my family and I had a discussion on possible names when I told them we hoped for a boy. I told my sister I love the name Asher. At the gender reveal, my sister informed me that she just got a dog and named it Asher. <laughs> hilarious. Hmm. Mean. Mm. <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> if it doesn't happen to me, that's hilarious. I told her I would wanted that name and reminded her I brought it up last year to her. Her response was, how was I supposed to remember every name that you mentioned? Do you think it's possible that she subconsciously named her dog Asher and forgot where she heard it? I still love the name since it was top of my list. Would it be weird to still name my son Asher if it's the same name as my sister's dog? Signed, sister of a baby named Steeler. Now, first of all, I'm going to say this. I don't think your sister knowingly heard the name, saved it in her brain, said, put a pin in it, wait till we get a dog, name it that name you wanted. I I don't think that happened, especially if you guys have a good relationship. One, she may have heard say Asher and just thought that's a good name. And then it just kind of floated in the brain until it was time to use a name. That happens all the time with content, jokes. People get accused of stealing jokes. But a lot of times either they are stealing songs. Sometimes there are just melodies that are in there that you hear somewhere and you don't really know where you got. You just know it was somewhere. Maybe you heard it. Maybe you created it. Who knows? You've heard of a dog named Asher? No, but it doesn't matter. We have dogs that name, have human names. Yeesh. Stanley and Eller. Yeesh. But, no, that's my point. I don't think she did it on purpose. Okay. Yeah, it she may have like heard a... it and, and subconsciously went back into that well. Okay. I okay. agree. Uh, so I would be mad at her. She has no reason to do that to you. Secondly, if you want to name your kid Asher, name it Asher. Who cares? Most people that meet your kid aren't going to know your sister's dog. That's true, too. Exactly. And thirdly, you could ask your sister to change your dog's name. That's way That's easier. not that hard. Be like, hey, what's his middle name? Oh, you know, so you call it is Asher Winslow. See, now it's a little, it's Winslow. There's no paperwork involved or, in changing dogs. Name. You know, I think you just let it rip. Okay. Call it Ash. No, if you're going to call it something, Ashy. if you're going to change the name, change it completely from Asher. Yeah. But it's not a big deal. She doesn't have to change her dog's name for you to name your kid Asher. And then you can always hold it over her head. You named your dog Asher after I told you that we wanted to name our kid Asher. And that dog will die t- 10 years. Oh, totally. And Asher will be a full grown adult. Yep. Yeah, the kid's definitely going to outlive the dog. dog nowhere to be seen. For sure. Absolutely. So you can still name your kid Asher. That's what we learned here. And we learned it because I said it. Right, everybody? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then much. also, don't be mad. Thank you. That's the mailbag. Close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Go. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Megan Maroney. Well, before this interview, everybody's scrambling. Megan's trying to change her name on the computer. I'm trying to shove a piece of toast down my throat because I got like eight seconds. Um, Megan, good to see you again. How's it going? I'm great. Great to see you. Yeah, where are you? I'm in an office right now. In Nashville? Yep. Are you doing a lot of this? Hey, I'm about to have a number one song and let's 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 do the interview kind of thing. Um, fingers crossed for that, but yes. That's that's what today's about. That's awesome. Congratulations, because this is like the greatest press you ever get to do is to go do it to get that number one finally. So a big day. Are you, I don't know, when you play this song, is it your final song, Tennessee Orange? Um, it depends. Like on festivals it is, but on my headlining show, uh, we do Tennessee Orange and then we give them an encore with Lucky. So Man, I would like to hear I'm Not Pretty at the beginning and the end. That's my song, by the way, I'm Not Pretty. 
That, that's a second on the set list. Did people, <laughs> how many of those songs, I mean, I would imagine you, you, they sing your whole album back to you at this point, yeah? Pretty much, yeah. Is it pretty cool just to be able to do a couple words and hold the microphone out and let them sing anything? Yeah, I'm like, okay, y'all are listening. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> and especially in a time whenever albums really, I don't know, they're not usually the most streamed all at once because our attention spans are so short. Whenever you did this whole record, was that at all in your mind? Like, how do I get people to listen through, you know, 13 tracks? Yeah, I mean, the biggest goal when we picked the track list was no skips. Um, and, you know, that was more like, I want every song to evoke a different emotion. And so I think maybe that's why I can keep their attention span. Or I don't know, my fans are really loyal. So that maybe it's just them. I don't know. <laughs> you know, a lot of people don't listen to lyrics, but they kind of know the melody of a song and they know the song because they hear it on the radio. And I would imagine, we've talked about this before, that a lot of people are confused and they think you're a Tennessee fan. People ever give you Tennessee stuff or like meet and greets and like, here you go. This is 10. And you're like, I, I, I'm not really a Tennessee fan. Yeah, they show. I actually played a show in Mississippi this past weekend and two girls showed up in like their homemade Tennessee jerseys with Maroney on it. And I'm like, OK, whatever. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, you don't tell them, right? They probably worked all night on making those jerseys. It's cute. Are you putting any more effort? I won't say effort, but are you putting any more thought into now what you put on social media and will you pull it if it's not successful at first? Cause you know, on TikTok, I can see if something, if something gives me 30,000 views in like the first 10 minutes, like I know it's going to pop. And if it's real bad, it gets like a thousand. I'm like, well, this is never going to pick up. Do you worry about that at all? I usually don't post things that I don't like. And if I like it, I'm like, okay, if it didn't get the reaction that's like, or a huge reaction, it's fine. Cause I like it. So <laughs> what are you doing? If you have any time off at all, like what are you doing to rest? Um, I had a day off yesterday. What did I do? Um, I went furniture shopping and I went to the pool. So. Are people <laughs> recognizing you just out in normal life at this point? Yeah, they do. Um, especially, I mean, like I don't really go to Broadway too much anymore, but definitely at those like Nashville places like that, like the very Nashville, then yes, but, um, I'm not there too much. Yeah, you, you should never go on Broadway again, Megan. This is it. You've now been eliminated from being able to go down on Broadway because tourists come and think all the stars will be there. So they look around for all the stars. And usually there aren't any because everybody knows. Like, I think you've hit that point where you can never go back to Broadway. I'm actually really, I really want to because I've seen um, people tag me in Instagram stories where people are covering Tennessee Orange like on Broadway. And I think that would be the coolest thing to see that live. So I'd love to do that at some point when I have time off. Do so people, I probably will go for that. Do, but. <laughs> do people ever see other people and think it's you and then tag you like, hey, there's Megan Maroney and it's not you? Um, I actually got a DM yesterday that was like, were you just at the Starbucks on uh, 21st? I, I, I'm in love with you. And I was like, <laughs> I didn't answer, but I was like, nope, that wasn't me. <laughs> well, when it hurts is because people will tag other dudes with big rim glasses that are way, listen, I'm no beauty queen, but they're, they're way uglier than me. And I'm like, they're like, hey, I'm here. Bobby Bones is here. And I'm like, bro, that dude does not look like me at all. Like that's when it starts to hurt your feelings. Yeah, I I was on the lake the other day too. And someone um, that was like so far away that when they zoomed in, it was like all pixelated, but they found me. And I was like, wow. From far <laughs> so away. Funny vision, yeah. <laughs> well, congratulations on the song, Tennessee Orange. I, I don't really jinx it. I can say this. You don't have to say this, but it's going to, it's going to be number one. When did you feel like it had a really good shot to, let's just say, make it to the top? Well, um, I was on tour last year and when people, I just had like 
a feeling that it was going to do well at country radio when um, everyone was singing it. And I was like the first opener, you know what I mean? Like, and everyone in the whole room was singing the song. And I was like, okay, there's something special about this. I don't know what will happen with it. I think at that point it hadn't even got sent to radio yet. So um, I had no idea, but um, I could tell it was special right away. Cause even it's, you know, I'm a female artist and, but the, a lot of guys in the crowd were, belting out the lyrics too so um i figured it was special <laughs> and i you and i made a deal way early on i was i don't even care who the song's about i'm never going to ask about who the song's about you've talked about it in other places a little bit but when do you finally say don't ever stop asking me that question when do you put that out there and say no more asking that question um i don't know if i'm allowed to say that i think everyone can always ask but i feel like i've had a pretty um consistent ambiguous answer so <laughs> mm, i would say it I, i'd have your person say it i'd be like don't ask megan who the song's about because <laughs> i mean i feel like there's more interesting songs on the record that people could ask who they're about you know yeah uh i'm not pretty who's that about well i guess my ex-boyfriend's new girlfriend mm -hmm. I said yeah, yeah. We, we knew that one but their name though i'm just kidding don't answer that <laughs> don't answer that okay look congratulations megan it's super cool that you know you're killing it now you're such a great songwriter you know and i don't want that to be overlooked that you are just a plus when it comes to songwriting and, and having a voice of, you know, the people that you're speaking to and speaking for. So congratulations. And I'll see you sometime real soon. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate it. All see right. you soon. Bye, Megan. Oh. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tatum Kelly and Leighton Long were both born in Nashville, Tennessee in 2005 as preemie babies. So they were in the NICU unit right next to each other. They were born. Their parents got to know each other because they were at the hospital for so long. Well, now, just a couple weeks ago, Tatum asked Leighton to the prom. So they're going to the prom together. And man, like, hopefully this is the start to them, like falling in love. They get married and they've known each other. Okay, don't put the pressure on them like that. Well, what do you mean? Because they, they could be listening to the show. They live where we are. Yeah, yeah. And secondly, I think it's cool that they're still, you know coincidence ain't cool but don't be like maybe they get married but you hear those stories of like you do you, but don't put pressure thomas on them. oh man we've dated since we've known each other since we were in like your know, kindergarten dude they've known each other since the hospital uh -huh. that is but awesome don't put pressure on them maybe okay, they okay, should okay. be friends you know hey, hey, half fun at prom absolutely you know, no pressure no pressure amy claimed i know i hear I'm you amy. amy wants to jump in she's it, like my friend dated her husband in the preemie unit they didn't date but they were they, both in the NICU <laughs> at the same time same <laughs> hospital everything and then later they met when we were at texas a&m and they did get married and they do have kids. That's what I'm talking so about. And <laughs> I need to see picture proof though, that one. Okay. 2005 phones. Yeah. They're yeah. probably, get a little, see the name plan on that baby name. <laughs> No, Amy's got some tall tales. Whatever. Sometimes. I just told that story pretty recently. NPR, can you investigate this? <laughs> yeah, no, they will. And, yeah, they NPR. Will. And a listener sent me a note. I love that you told that story because my husband and I were also at the same hospital at the same time. <sighs> yeah, I know everybody's going. Uh huh. <laughs> I believe yours, though, Eddie. This is awesome. Uh, oh, I'm looking at him here. Hey, no pressure, guys. No pressure. Just have fun. If you, you want to get married, no, no, cool. get, no, okay, don't worry about right. that. You got a lot of time left in your life. <laughs> yeah. All right, that's it. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. So the myth is that if you wear red to a wedding, it's a secret sign that you've actually hooked up with the person that's getting married. Oh. You ever heard this before? No. no. Well, it's so prevalent now that Fox News is investigating the myth of wearing red to a wedding. And if it's a secret sign that you have either hooked up with the groom or the bride. Now, a pair of podcasters have kind of reawakened this. They were talking about it. It went viral. Fox News is investigating it. So 
I just had never heard. I'd heard if the bride wore red that she had been up to no good. <laughs> you not heard that? N- no. <laughs> that she'd been up to no good for a long time and that she was finally... Like the okay. scarlet letter, yeah. red. Yeah. Yeah. But I never saw a bride would just show up in red. <laughs> or want to admit that. And then it's like, gosh, this story can cause all kinds of problems. Because for anyone that hasn't heard it, or that wore red, or you just likes red. You look back at wedding red, photos? Yeah. yeah. And it just was coincidence. <laughs> you go back through from your picture seven years ago. You find out who's in red. And you question your husband over it. Becky's in red. You tell me right now. And it just so happens he did. And now oh, the wedding. Dang. But that's not why she wore red. But you st- Oh, that's trouble. But there is a superstitious rumor that suggests that guests who are red to a wedding are sending a secret message. They've been intimate with one of the people that are standing at the altar. Red means you've da 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 with the da da da. It's one of the old wives' tales. Again, like if your head's wet and you go out in the cold, you get a cold, right. which isn't really true either. I'm going to do that next time I go but to a wedding. But also, just going to say, where, where, just do it for you fun. You wear red yeah. all the time, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. They're going to be looking at the pictures that you're in. I don't wear red to weddings. You, you wanted sure? to wear a red to your wedding. I did. You well, what does to that no mean? Good? What does that mean? I, I slept no with me? That's true. I was about to. So, yes, I, I forgot I didn't want to wear a really loud red suit. Yep. And that wasn't met warmly. Sometimes I think people just make up these myths, though, just to go viral. Like anyone that wears a star on their hat hmm? is. What's up? That's me. Actually stole from people in the room with. <laughs> hey, I, mean, I think people just make crap up. You know what I mean? <laughs> Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily to die for is available now listen for free on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts hey i'm rachel martin you probably know how interview podcasts with famous people usually go right 
There's a host, a guest, and a light Q&A. On NPR's new podcast, Wild Card, we have ripped up the typical script. It's part existential deep dive and part game show. I ask actors, artists, and comedians to play a game using a special deck of cards to ask some of life's biggest questions. Listen to NPR's Wild Card on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. We have Diani on the phone. Diani, good morning to you. Morning, studio. Morning. morning. Here's the question, guys. It's never going to get it. That's the name of the game. The average adult has 10 of these. Probably a lot fewer than when they were kids. And I'm looking at your eyes go around the room. Mm-hmm. The average adult has 10 of these. Probably a lot fewer than when they were kids. Now, here's what's going to happen. Diani's on the phone. And if it's gotten right by whomever, her, you guys... A $50 Sonic gift card. Boom, we're going to send it right to her. Yeah. There'll be a few opportunities here. We can make some decisions strategically. Diani, how do you feel about this? Um, I feel like maybe it's best friends. Oh, best friends. Ten best friends? Uh, you know what? What the heck? I'm gonna, It's friends. I'm going to give it to her. She won. Oh, That's what, what? I had. Friends. Wow. Good job. Good, Diani, good. nice job. You are the winner. I mean, that was quick and easy. Wow. That, I don't know. That's no what happened. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think it's ever happened yeah, with a no, caller. No, you want another one? Can we, yeah. Yeah, I mean, can we, can we give her another easy. gift if she nails that one? Yeah, well, if she gets it, we'll give her $100 total. Okay, if she gets this, she'll get 100 bucks. Yes, exactly. Okay, yeah. Diani, let's go again. You can't lose the 50 okay, Diani? Okay. Okay, here we go. The average woman will do this more than 4,000 times in her lifetime, even though doctors say you shouldn't do it at all. What is it? The average 4, woman will do this more than 4,000 times in her lifetime. Even though doctors say you shouldn't do it at all. What is it? Think about it. I'm going to give you like 15 seconds. We'll go to Diani first. The smartest caller in the history of shows. Um, 4,000 times doctors say you shouldn't do it at all. Correct, Diani. Oh, gosh. I'm terrible at listening to doctors. No, mm. I should get this. Um, I don't know. No answer at all. I don't all. have a guess. <laughs> She goes from nailing it to not even guessing. Well, Interesting. She's playing dumb now. Thousand times. Okay. The average woman will do this more than four thousand times in her lifetime, even though doctors say you shouldn't do it at all. Write your answer down, guys. What, what can you women? In? Do I'm in. I'm in. Like, why wouldn't men do it too? Yeah, think about because that. Because women have to do it. I'm not giving any hints. I'm just reading you the question based on the data. I'm not saying men don't do it at all, but I'm oh. reading you this. I'm not saying men do, but I'm saying the average American woman <laughs> oh will do this more than 4,000 times in her lifetime. Just don't read too much into it. Okay. okay. Yeah, this- Are you in? No. Okay, because you've written nothing down and then just, you went okay. Have, have they in? Yes. I'm in. Yeah, I've been in for like oh, an wow. hour. Oh, hey, hey, they've in. In for the win. No, I'm in for the win. You don't say my saying. Oh, is that a, is that a saying? Oh. Don't even act Okay, probably. I'm in. Okay, Amy is now in. Oh, wow. Okay, Diani. If any of them get it right, you win, okay? Okay. Amy. Drink too much. <laughs> 4,000 times. Mm. What in lot. the world? That's not it. Lunchbox. Put makeup on. Put what? makeup on. Why would a doctor say not say to no do makeup? That? I don't know. I don't know anything about makeup, so that I think it's bad for your skin. Or Incorrect. Something. Eddie. That's close, Lunchbox, but it's pluck your eyebrows. <laughs> don't do that. No. Incorrect. Oh. Morgan. Morgan. I had dye their hair. That's a lot for 4,000 times. Incorrect. Dang. Amy, you can't throw your hands up and act no, like you got like it. This, won't, this won't count. No, no, but we have another round to do, though. Yeah, no, okay. I, okay. And when Lunchbox does this, you yell at him. Okay. Okay, If sorry. she doesn't get it, penalty. Fair. 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 If she is throwing... Okay, I mean, she does complain when you do what you. she just did. I just got excited. 
No, you had like, you threw your words. hands up and you're like, stop talking, I want to no, say no, that. I mean, you I were said like this. No, you weren't no, no, that. No. You, weren't, you were not. Yes, I did. Leonie. You still there? Yes. This 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 is gone. This is a mess. However, <laughs> they're each writing down one more answer. You can pick that they got it right or they didn't get it right as a group. Which one do you think will happen? They'll get it or they won't get it. Won't get it. Okay. If you if nobody gets it, she wins. Lunchbox. Pop pimple. Correct. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> Boom! Boom! I had it. You had no, it. Too. I had I it. Had. Stop! Stop, guys! Stop! You want to say it's written down? Written down. I man. went two for two today. What? Boom! Okay, you did. What? You did. Deanna, you still down. won $50. I'm confused by this segment because it went in every direction possible. <laughs> <laughs> you still won $50 to Sonic. Let's clap for Deanna. So, back to them real quick. The average adult has 10 friends, and the average friendship lasts about 17 years. And as kids, we have sometimes double and triple that. And the average American woman will do this more than 4,000 times in her lifetime. That is, pop a pimple. Doctors say you shouldn't do it. Eight in 10 women admit to popping pimples. I pop every. I mean, yeah, guys do it. Doesn't pop pimple. Totally, but that's the deal. Diana, you are a winner. Lunchbox, good job. Eddie, Amy, good job. Thank you. But we got it right too. We just didn't answer it. That's correct. They sure did. Let them have their shine too. But you get double the flowers today, Lunchbox. Thank you. There you go. (laughs) This is a voicemail from Alyssa in Pennsylvania. Hey, I got a question for the studio. Is it normal to kiss your pets? So my boyfriend and I have two cats, and I absolutely love them to death. One way I show my love to them is by kissing them on the head. But my boyfriend is totally disgusted by this. Since most of you have pets, and I think even Amy tried to lick her cat one time. Curious what you think about kissing your cats and dogs. I think I was a big kisser of the dog. Until there were just so many stories going, you will die of some sort of bacteria from your dog. Whoa. If you kiss him on the face. I think kissing him on the head's not as big a deal. But the face got all those germs. It's like our mouths. And the thing about an animal and his bite's dirty but his lick's clean, don't believe that crap. <laughs> That's, That's old school. That. That's like you go outside and your hair's wet, you're going to get a cold. Like scientifically, it just ain't true. That's what our meme boss told us. But it's okay if you kiss the top of your dog's head. You know, I'll let my dog sometimes lick like the bridge of, like kiss on the like, bridge of my nose because mm. I got him used to like hey, give me a kiss. but now he wants kisses all the time mm. so now he'll just like, bridge of the nose and I'll clean it off it ain't weird it's fine just wash your mouth wash your face yeah I mean I think it's a great way to bond with your pets mm. Ella licks my ear they love it she came and I'll be like what up she put my head down she'll lick my ear but that's mm-hmm. her kissing you yeah that's mm-hmm. so sweet not you kissing her we don't do <laughs> spot to spot <laughs> In any way whatsoever. Yeah, Yeah, spot to spot doesn't happen, but one spot to a spot that's not, spot to not is okay. Okay. Or not to spot, but not spot to spot. (laughs) It's loving for them, but also it gives us love too. Like we feel, like you feel something when your dog kisses you, right? No, I'm okay. I'm like, oh, that feels good, buddy, but I don't like it. Uh, It's (laughs) gross. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Here's Amy's pile of stories. Okay, so they say when you have any alcohol, it's very important to have equal amounts of water. Like if you have one alcoholic drink, you drink a glass of water. They say that. Is that normal? Is that what you guys do? No. No no chance. Oh, you don't? No. No way. No, you have like four and then one. Right. It's it's very hard to keep up. Okay, got it. Well, this boxed wine company has partnered with that Essentia Water or whatever, you know what I'm talking about? And they're selling... 
two boxes of wine side by side or two boxes side by side. One is full of rosé and the other one is full of water and they both have a little spout. So you go, you get your thing of wine, you go, you get your thing of water and they're trying to promote this whole thing. But I think it's a win for the water company and a win for the house wine rosé. Or get cheaper, get the box of wine and use your sink. <laughs> there you go. Save a little money. The water hose. Yes, exactly. <laughs> well, this could be cute for a party. I agree. It's novel. Yes, it's novel. It's novel. And okay. it's a reminder to drink. Hydrate water yes. when you drink alcohol. So how do you feel about government surveillance inside your home? Huh? What, huh? what kind Why of question is like that? Russia? <laughs> I know. I honestly... I, I'm sure we have it. Uh, Wait, what are you talking about? What? Listen, Alexa, our iPhones, everything can hear all that we're saying. For example, I accidentally hit the little microphone. My text message was up. I hit the little microphone on my text message. And what that does, it allows you to speak, not record your voice into text, but the words that you say, it writes out. You guys ever use this? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, so I hit it accidentally and then did a bit. The whole bit was transcribed in a text message. It was like 10 paragraphs long. And all it did was listen. It can do, it can listen at any point to anything we're saying. And so the fact that it was able to understand everything I was saying in a segment, write it all out, it's able to do that and send it wherever it wants to send it. And you guys over here like making jokes. Hey, I did pick up my phone the other day and it had the green light on it like the camera was on, but there was no camera on. Wait, there's a light that comes on when you're Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like in front, in the front screen. It tells you when your camera's on. Really? Yeah. And then when I saw it, I looked at it and then it went away. I always take my phone if I'm in the bathroom. If I'm peeing or oh. or whatever, I if I have my phone with me, I take it and I put it under something and cover it up. Smart man, because I don't want people watching me. They want to see one you or poop. two. I think there's a demand. Sure enough, there's a green light. I didn't know that. Never noticed that before. Mm-hmm. So what are you talking about surveillance in homes? Well, because this survey was taken, and 30 percent of Americans say they would be fine with government Meat. surveillance cameras in every household to uh, prevent illegal activity, domestic violence. Other things that Too may happen. Too much big brother. Yeah, why would you be it's fine with It's there, that? but you shouldn't be fine with it because that allows it to be even more blatant. Yeah. Like literal cameras of the government with can This is 1984, George Orwell. Mm-hmm. We're already there, except they're hiding it from us a little bit. No, you got 30%. You're crazy. Yeah. You don't want more cameras in your home. I was just making sure nobody in this room felt that way. Oh, yeah, let's ask. Oh. Uh, uh, no. Now they won't say yes anyway. <laughs> okay, go ahead. But also, our, our, our security cameras, maybe government has access to that. Well, they have access to anything that's online. Mm. If you think they don't, you're wrong. Okay, what else? Garth Brooks apparently wants to bring back Chris Gaines, his alter ego. Saw that. Like five new albums, right? He said that, yeah, there's five Gaines albums that have yet to be created. I liked Chris Gaines. I've been on the record to say it. I loved it when he was Chris Gaines when I was a kid. I thought... Chris Gaines got a raw deal. They never put the movie out that he actually was Chris Gaines for. The people, Lamb. Yeah, people were just like, why is he doing this weird thing? Well, it's part of, much, of a much bigger and also like purple-haired pop Chris Gaines. And it was so out of the box that people just didn't understand it in the 90s. No, we didn't know that. We don't know the story. Like, you explain it now? I didn't know that then. Exactly. You know why? Because internet wasn't there. <laughs> that's right. Internet's awesome. All right, Amy, is that it? Yep, I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Oh. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. Gracie Majors is 94 years old. She takes the bus to the market all the time up in Michigan. She got on the bus and she wasn't all the way seated and she fell down. She's 94 years old. You hate to see anybody fall down. But somebody 94, that's trouble. So they called the ambulance. Ambulance got her, took her into the doctor. Uh, but this cop showed up. His name is Corey Garrison. He goes with her to the hospital. He then goes, I'm going to make sure you get home. And he takes her home. This is Sergeant Corey Garrison talking about how it was important for him to make sure she was okay and that she got home. So it was important to me to make sure she was okay. 
Um, so I met her grandson at the time, and I told him if he was okay, I wanted to come back and check on her. So they became kind of friends, and they would talk every few days. Now, every week, they see each other, and he helps her get to the market and then get back home. Wow. It's kind of their routine. That's cool. And it's just, it's a police officer who does not have to do this. We hope they will. We hope they'll go the extra mile for people, citizens. But they definitely don't have to. And this is an officer who now takes part of his day, volunteers it, and goes and helps this 94-year-old woman. And also, I hope when I'm 94, I'm still getting out to the market. Yeah, right. That's I awesome. hope when I'm 94, I'm not falling. <laughs> I hope I'm alive when I'm 94. I know, that's it. We're, we're walking it back. <laughs> uh, great story. Officer Garrison, you're awesome. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Eddie told us that he thought there was a squatter living near him. Now, a squatter is somebody who, when the house is vacant, if it's being sold, if it's people are, I mean, if there's just a down period where no one's living in it, they move in it, they just go, I live here now. Yeah, my neighbors, they moved out, and then my son and I would see blinds go up and down, lights turn on inside, lights lights turning off, so like someone's in there, but I called my neighbor and said, no, no one should be there. Squatters who have lived on your property for at least 20 years and this is when they can actually claim it legally that they own it. Crazy. They got to be up 20 years for that. But if they're just in there for maybe like 20 days, they can make you have to evict them. Which, <laughs> that makes no it, sense. It, which no takes sense. courts, judges, <laughs> evictions. It's not your house. Right. So Eddie's like, I think there's squatters over there. Well, what's, because I've seen no cars or anything until a couple days ago. Okay. So what's the update? I was outside. I saw a pickup. And dude, it's crazy. The garage, I was watering my plants. The garage goes up. A pickup goes inside and shuts the garage door. I'm like, that's it. Whoever that is, that's the squatter. So I call my neighbor. I'm like, all right, all right. Hey, I got it. I got it. I got the squatter. It's a pickup truck. Truck. I described it. They said, oh, yeah, yeah. That's the probably the owner of the house. I'm like, what, what, do, you, what do you mean? Oh, we rented the house and someone owns it. So that's, that's the owner. Yeah, but so the owner has been living there. Dude, I think the owner maybe has a girlfriend. Wait, what? You know what I'm saying? Well, we, this is pivoted. <laughs> Dude, he's, it's like a secret. Like the owner's been living in that house for I don't. What's it been a month? Like living or just like showing not, up like the Motel Six, bro? Living. But like, how do you know the owner's like family life or like what if that? I asked my neighbor. He's like, oh, he has family, kids, everything. I'm like, dude, that truck goes in and nothing. And then that truck. Yeah, the owner's a truck. A literal truck. Little truck. <laughs> you literal truck. Yeah, so you have no squatters. No squatters. Just the owner doing something shady. You don't know We're that. We're not. Yeah, you <laughs> thought it was squatters until recently. Is there someone else in the truck? Is someone else going in the door? Or what? How Anybody did, else? I, I don't know. Man. The windows are tinted. I don't know, man. Okay. Hey, I'll, I'll investigate some more. Find okay, out about Eddie, that. Thank you. We'll go over. Amy, it's time for your morning corny. Let's go. The morning corny. Why are poultry farmers so cool? Why are poultry farmers so cool? They're always picking up chicks. <laughs> <laughs> that was the morning corny. Okay. Raymundo, tell me about this cruise. Yeah, so a dude hit me up on DM on Instagram, and he said, you can go on a cruise for absolutely for free. All you have to do is tag us and post while you're on this seven-day cruise. Is that legit? Did he have a blue star by his name, blue check mark? No blue check mark, but it did say LLC. So it was Next Level Travel Advisor LLC. Hmm. Oh, well. Anybody can write LLC next yeah. to their name. Right, but makes it seem a little bit more legit. I've also been talking with him through DM. It's not a bot or AI. Yeah, but those people that sign in from South America that, that hack us also talk to us. Mm-hmm. 
Is there, did he want any information from you? There's a website he gave me. No, he just said, post, man, love the show. And then he also said... Seven days and seven nights if you just take pictures and tag. And I get to pick where I'm going. So I Mexico, and it takes off from Miami. So I guess there's some cruise that just goes around Florida. There's islands there, apparently. So I can go Mexico, Florida, Greece, or Italy. Yeah! Uh, but not to Greece or Italy, yeah, right? Yeah, you can. And they're going to give you all this just if you post on Instagram. It's what he's been saying so far. I mean, I'm not committed to anything, but we're discussing it. How many followers do you have? I have over 100,000. He doesn't have that many. So I'm guessing that's he what's He has gonna... 130. Guys, I don't... Man, yeah! give, me, hey, give me this guy's info. I'll DM him. I'll go. Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. So it'd be like a thing. Do I want to bring my wife or do I want to bring one of my boys? If you your don't wife. bring your wife, you will no longer have boys. Yeah, <laughs> good point. Or make me and the lunchbox take down Mexico, dude. I'd rather go to Italy, dude. What? Yeah. Hey, I mean, dude, where's Mex- my car? You guys hold on for a second. <laughs> like, I, I don't, Ray, I don't know that this is legit. Yeah, I'm vetting it, but I just wanted to present it to you guys and uh, and just let you know, man. Is Maybe this right? summer I'm going on a cruise for free. But the last time he did this, it was like a cabin in the woods, but and it, was it worked a, out. A cabin right down the road. A little different, yeah. Ray, if you hit tagged photos, do they tag this person in the pictures? Man. Because if so, and there's other people doing it, there's a five pictures tag total. Right, they're just starting out. That's why he needs me. He doesn't already have success and a million people following him. Uh, scam or no? <sighs> It's an uh, Italy cruise for seven days. That's There's a tag. That's fishy. I'm going to go scam. I'm going to go fishy. Yeah, scam. Scam. Real deal. I just saw it over Mike's shoulder. It looks real. But what, it just says LLC after his name. It literally is <laughs> nothing else. No, I don't care about the LLC. I don't know what that means. I'm talking about he says travel agent. Mm-hmm. But you wrote that too. You can write that. I can write astronaut. They tag themselves. And oh, all those tags are them tagging themselves? Oh, oh. for sure. Oh, no. Well, and he's sending me pictures, too. I can actually see the boat. It's a virgin voyage. Well, you can get a picture from anywhere. Well, it is blurry. <laughs> Even the boat. Can't my D do that thing where he reverse Google images it or something? Ray, please just keep it's following a- up with this guy. Will do. And let us know when you want to go on your cruise. Sounds good. There's no chance this is legit, though. So if he needs to, if it's, if it is legit and he does get an opportunity to go, like, during the show, do you let him go? On his vacation. Oh, it has to be. He just had to pay for it. During our vacation time. Well, yeah, you can't that's just a vacation. go off. That's a vacation. <laughs> it's not like he's doing it for the show or well, an endorsement deal. We check deal. in with him. Uh, let's see. Morgan wants to talk about the TV commercial. Okay, this is good. The TV commercial, that's not even a TV commercial. But Lunchbox was bragging about getting paid to do a TV commercial. He had been hired after auditions. It turns out it was just some social media stuff that we were doing on our own feed. But it was legit as far as you guys went to a Sonic, right? Yeah, and they did close down the Sonic. Yeah. Eddie videoed. It was like a, a legit shoot with Eddie as our videographer. That was the production team. So what happened between you and Lunchbox? It was weird. Well, so we had to drive ourselves there. You have to get yourself there. And Lunchbox demanded that I drive him there. He was like, my car's not going to make it. You have to take me. And I was like, I'm going home. I got to change. I got to do all these things. He's like, no, you have to come by and pick me up. And You, so- you have to? No. You told her that? No. I said. Why are you answering like that? That's said, when we know you're lying whenever you no, don't no. talk in your normal no, no, cadence. No. I said, hey, give me a ride. Cool. That's it. And I mean, it's literally right underway. Like she's driving down the highway. You take the exit. Boom. Pick me up. Let's go. Truth or no? No. It's like 10 minutes from my house. I had to go 10 minutes out of my no, way instead no, no, of just no, no, no. getting on she the highway. Did he tell you you had to pick him up? Yes, okay. he did. Then what happened? And then when we're in the car, he was criticizing my driving the entire time we were going. 
You want to know why? Because Morgan is a terrible driver. Okay. Like then why did you ride with me? Well, I mean, because you almost took my life about three times. Then no, why that's did not you the answer to that question. <laughs> because I didn't, my, I, honestly, though, five Ultima don't know if it's going to make it. So I needed a ride. And so Morgan has her phone in her hand the entire time. And she's looking, and I was like, Morgan, I can just it's tell GPS. you how to get there. No, no, I need the phone. I said, well, here, I'll hold it. No, no, I need to see it. So you're but, the good guy in this situation. She's like, I'm a visual learner. And I'm like, okay, cool. I can hold it and tell you, like, okay, exit in one mile. She's like, no, no, I have to see it. So she would just sit there and drive and look at the phone and look back up the highway, look at the highway. And she is so dependent on GPS that it says, turn right. And I'm like, Morgan, that's a parking lot. Like, it says boot barn. And she goes, no, it says turn right. And guess what she did? She turned Turned right into boot barn. And I'm like, Morgan, that's not what you do. And then so on the way back, she pulls up the same stoplight and it says, it says turn left. I said, Morgan, that's the same parking lot with boot barn. She goes, it says turn left. Did you turn into it again? No, no I, I didn't because he was yelling at me. Exactly. And I was like, no, just go straight. She goes, I do not like the way you tell me how to drive. I'm like, we don't need to go back to boot barn. I said, I can tell you how to get home. And she goes, no, I need the phone. I, I said, could have had a very peaceful drive to Sonic, said, but instead he was yelling at me the whole I time. I said, we can just get on the highway. You go up uh, six miles, take the exit. And she goes, no, I need to see it on my phone. I'm like, oh you, my goodness. <sighs> you demanded a ride, though. I asked for a ride. And it, she gave me a ride. And then she, I mean, went to it's boot barn on, twice. <laughs> twice. Yeah. And then she even told me that she had a date with a dude. And it was at a, a place. And she was like, boot barn. No, no. <laughs> she goes, it was too far from my house. I didn't have a phone, so I couldn't get there. I didn't know how to get there. I'm like, Morgan, you've lived here for how many years and you couldn't get five miles away? I'm very directionally challenged. I mean, it is scary. I still side with her because you demanded a ride. And but can you can't you, really criti- criticize the free food you're given. No, literally, literally, she is going to be a story one day of a person crashing into a building because the GPS said turn right. Didn't you see her? Didn't somebody see her like me? And stop at a green light and turn. You turns, still asked to ride with me, so it, why are you criticizing it my turns driving? Green and she immediately takes a left, and there's a car coming straight across the intersection. Oh, no. And Morgan has to ah, throw her hands up. Guess what? Guess she was looking at her phone. I you was know not I mean? looking at my phone. You cannot do driver. this. You asked for a free ride. You don't even have a de- dependable car. Who's going to give you a commercial when you don't even have a dependable car to get oh, places? Wow, that's wow. true. Hey, how old's your car? It's like four years old. Okay, exactly. Mine's a lot more dependable. Lasted a lot Wait, longer. But you wouldn't hey, not dependable it. now. That is hey, not an argument. Hit me up. <laughs> That's not an argument. Hey, hit me up in 14 years who, and let me know if you got the same car. Which has more history of being yeah. dependable. Yes, but not now. No. It isn't dependable at all. You were scared to drive it. <laughs> right. You can even drive it 20 minutes out of Nashville. Why don't you thank her? Thank no, you I, did, I did say thank you for the ride uh-huh. when she dropped me off. I said thank you. Yeah, after you criticized me the entire time. And then we talked about on the show, too, where Morgan got hit by a car. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Well, but she <laughs> was on foot. No, she, 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 she was probably looking at her phone no. to get directions <laughs> to the store. No, they hit her. Visual learner. Uh-huh. Okay. Why are you I still side on Morgan with Morgan because you did, I think you demanded a ride. But why not let me hold the phone? I mean, I can hold the phone in the passenger seat until yeah, you want to go. I don't trust you. I agree. But, <laughs> okay. Well, speaking of the phone, one more thing I want to talk about here in our, <laughs> our list of things Gosh, to address this morning. Box? Saw uh, Boot Barn twice. How was it? Oh, it's really nice. Really cool place. Boot Barn. Amy, let's talk about you had to be sworn in, but you were on the phone and nobody was actually watching you and they made you lift your right hand? Yes, so I'm on the phone. I'm actually in your office and nobody else is in the room. It's not on Zoom, literally on a phone call. And the judge says, okay, Mrs. Brown, I need you to raise your right hand. And I, so I raise it. Can you confirm to me now that your right hand is raised? Yes, sir. Um, okay. Did you really raise your right hand? I really do. So I just was weird. Nobody can see you. I've never done mm-hmm. anything like this before in my life, and it just was very weird to be like, I mean, I don't have to raise it right now, but sure enough, I was like, yes, Your Honor, my hand is raised. And then I said, 
whatever, repeat after me, I swear to tell the truth or hold truth, I don't know. <laughs> Nothing but the truth. But I just thought it was weird. I wonder how many people would actually raise their hand if there's nobody in the room but a judge is telling you to raise your right hand. I probably would have recorded myself doing it just in case the judge was like, I didn't see visual proof. <laughs> I would have. No reason not to. Yeah, but there was no yeah. no reason to. But also, my lawyer was on the phone. And she wasn't physically there, but it was with Ben. Ben was physically there, so he could see him raising his right Your hand. Your ex-husband. Yeah, so it was some finalizations of that sort of stuff. Oh, man. <laughs> I wondered and, if you were going to bring up why, but it's kind of weird not to bring it up. Otherwise, yeah. it sounds like you're going to the big house for, like, right. larceny or something. <laughs> right, which it just, because it was he was more flexible and could be there was during work hours. Oh, yeah, Amy had to leave the studio right in the show. She goes, I may have to jump out because of this. And I was like, oh, that's a big deal. Just go ahead and go. Yeah. All it of was, a sudden, we're, we're a on the deal. air, and she's, no, she's not in her seat. And then mm-hmm. she comes back in, and she was like, okay, I'm not going to jail. I was like, all right, good. So right. you mean that like you were finalizing, finalizing, it's, or I'm so confused. Well, yes, it was the finalizing, finalizing, which I didn't think because it's been so long, I didn't think that it was going to be something that really affected me. So I was like, yeah, no problem. Do it in the middle of the show. And then I go do it. And then I come back. Oh, were you emotional? I, I, I felt all kinds of weird. I don't know. There's, it's a, it, you know, you can prepare for something. And of course we're in a good place and we've known that date was coming for a long time. You have to schedule it and. I, I just didn't anticipate my body feeling all kinds of ways. I think it just was emotional. The whole day, it ended up being weird for me. But that's normal. So now you're divorced, divorced. Yes. Went to the big D. Wow. Oh, you don't man. mean Dallas. Dallas. Right. So now we can really make the D jokes. Excuse oh, me? and then, okay, so this is another thing. You know how I am lengthy with answers? Yes, we do. <laughs> okay. We're aware. Well, so in the middle of it, my lawyer sends a text because the judge is asking me a question, then Ben oh, a boy. question, then me a question. And Ben is just like, yes, sir. Yes, that's correct. Yes, sir. And then, but I'm like, well, so let me tell you what happened last week is that da 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 And my lawyer sends me a note that's like, hey, you're doing great, but less is more. <laughs> Sometimes I send Amy that note while we're talking, but I don't say it. <laughs> I do a finger and I take the finger and I do it in a tornado shape. Yeah, like wrap it up. I'm like, hey, let's get to the <laughs> right, point here. Right. <laughs> Over the years, we're not offended by that anymore, are we? No, not yeah. at all. But I thought the ju- judge would want to know some of the what details. What you ate last night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How you felt. Yeah, yeah. Well, good. I'm glad everybody's got something to bring this morning. I've got something to bring in a second here that's about, I think I, I, think I just made a bunch of money. What? I think I, just, I think I just made a bunch of money, and I'll share it with you. I think Come I just, on. I'll talk like, about it in a second. Is it legal? Uh, yep, it is. And I that's think good. I inadvertently made a bunch of money. I'll tell you about it in a minute. Song or no, Ray? No. No song. We'll come back. I will tell you next how I made a bunch of money. I think. I think <laughs> I made a bunch of money. We'll come back next. <laughs> Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. 
Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Rachel Martin. You probably know how interview podcasts with famous people usually go, right? There's a host, a guest, and a light Q&A. On NPR's new podcast, Wild Card, we have ripped up the typical script. It's part existential deep dive and part game show. I ask actors, artists, and comedians to play a game using a special deck of cards to ask some of life's biggest questions. Listen to NPR's Wildcard on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. I think I stumbled into some real money here. Now, you hear that? Oh, jingle, jingle. i like to tell you what I found in my house like three days ago. And I've done a little research myself, and I think this stuff is very valuable. First of all, I have from 1934, it's like a dollar, but it's from the 30s, and it's a, like an error card where this eagle is head up, but it's upside down on the other side. Oh. It's a 1930s error dollar coin. Do you remember getting that? Well, I, yeah, I was three in 1934, and I do. <laughs> Like, where no, did you get I don't. that? I found it in a box. Wow. Secondly, from 1921. Dang, Roaring 20s. Yes. I think I saved these when I was in college because I got them as error coins from the 20s. Error coin. They printed it. They, they, they what you, uh, minted it wrong. Wow. But from the 20s. And then finally, this one is crazy. It is a 1905 dollar. Oh. That's going to be worth a lot, dude. I'm going to tell you, I looked them all up. One of these, I think, and we're going to bring on our expert, Dr. Lori. Yes. Later this week, I think one of these is worth over $10,000. What? What? Over ten, over. Just from the research that I have seen, I think one of them is worth over $10,000. Woo! What are you going to do? How does this always happen to you? Well, I I think I I bought them when I was younger as a way to go, I think this will be worth something later. And if that's the case, yeah, I bought them. And if that's mm. the case, because I, I don't I don't remember doing it, but I remember buying coins at one point that were really old because somebody was like, I'm trying to sell these. I just don't remember if this was them. But if that's the case, I invested. This isn't lucky. Question. So this is different from the expensive thing you found? Oh, in- yeah. Oh, not the same I, I thing. Because that was a find. <laughs> this is something I think I bought when I was younger. 
But I think one of them's worth over $10,000. Wow, wow, wow. So we'll bring Dr. Lori on. But I'm saying it now. I'm calling my shot. And I'll tell you what. If that's it. Come on, come on. We'll, come play, on. we'll play a game. If it's over 10,000, we get some. You'll split it. If it's over yeah. 10,000, I will, whatever the number is, I will give someone on the show 10% of okay. money. Okay. But who? Yeah, yeah. How, we'll how we'll play a game. We'll out. play a game to win it. A music game? No. That's unfair. That's unfair. <laughs> unfair advantage. I don't know because I just Mile came up race. with this on the spot. No, we're not doing no. a foot race. A race. Right. But uh, if it's over $10,000, wow, wow, wow. I will give one member of this show 10% of whatever that money is. What okay. does that mean? We get a thousand bucks. If it's well, ten thousand, it'll be a thousand. If it's twenty thousand, oh. it would be two thousand. Oh my god! So is it something that will go? Let's say it is ten thousand. Are you going to try to sell it or keep it because it's going to go up in value more and more and more? And then ten years. Oh, I would from sell. Now, it. I would sell it right now. You would? Yeah, I would sell it. Okay. I'll take Especially, that. Yeah, I'll take that two thousand. If it's nine thousand, you don't get any, nobody gets anything. It's got to be over ten. Over ten. Deal. Yeah. Yeah, deal. deal. Oh, absolutely. Oh my deal. Like, I, but only one the, person, and we'll yeah. fight to the death or something. Hey, man, I, I love you, dude. And I, I just want. I hope there's a lot of money there, and yeah, you, it's worth a lot. Yeah. But, dude, I brought my bottles in, my coin, and it wasn't good for me. So, just, when she did yours, <laughs> but I've researched these and found specifically, and I think one of them's worth over ten thousand okay, dollars. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Come on. I'm gonna play this song. We're gonna come back. Doctor Lori's on. What day? Friday next week, Scuba? Yeah. We or this Friday. week? Friday this week? Friday this week? Yeah. Lovely. All right, thank you guys. Bobby Bone Show. Those wildfires in Canada, I guess, have affected me greatly because I am kind of having an allergic reaction to that. I, I mean, it has really fired up my allergies. Do you guys struggle with that at all? Yeah. Yeah, I try to go for a run, I think, on Friday or something, and I was like, this is crazy. I can barely breathe. You run? I was yeah. about to say the same thing. I what was are you like, talking about, man? I don't know what's more shocking, well, the wildfire we, or yeah. really running. We yeah. didn't really work out this week, so I was like, I got to do something. Yeah. I saw Mike D ran 18 miles on okay. his Instagram. I didn't do that. That's awesome. He just runs like 20 miles. It's crazy. All right. So I'm being affected by that. Also dust. We're doing a bunch of stuff around our house. So my voice has gotten a little worse all throughout the show. When I woke up this morning, it felt pretty good. But man, it's starting to kick me right in the nads, you know? Mm -hmm. Oof. All right, let's go with the news. Bobby's Big Stories. It's better to breathe slowly through your nose. Don't be a mouth breather. It's best for your brain when you take regular deep breaths through your nose. Researchers say nasal breathing boosts oxygen flow to the brain, and it synchronizes electrical activity in parts of the brain to supercharge brain function. I don't know what that means. But you'll focus better, <laughs> and you can learn new information easier. That's from Stanford. If you just... I guess breathe through your nose more than mouth. I wonder because maybe the oxygen goes straight to the brain from your you nose. You know how they say don't be a mouth breather? Yeah. Is that because you just look like this? <laughs> hey, most of them do. <laughs> I mean, I'm a mouth breather, so let me think about it. Let me see how I breathe. Hold on. That's a combination, man. A little bit of both. Part mouth, part nose. Yeah. The worst zodiac sign to be, according to researchers, is, by the way, what are you, Lunchbox? Leo, the best. Eddie? Aries. Libra. Yeah, I'm a Pisces. I mean, I'm, I'm a Aries. Yeah, we're Aries. And according to astrologers, Pisces is the worst. It's the most clueless zodiac sign thanks to their daydreaming and lack of focus. <laughs> Pisces is February 19th to March 20th. Is that anybody here? Ray, what are you? I'm virgin or Virgo. You're not a virgin. virgin. Not virgin. Yeah. If you are, good for you, buddy. I'm not good for you. <laughs> good for you, buddy. Uh, people with that zodiac sign are naturally empathetic and understanding, but they often miss what people are saying or doing because they're not paying attention. I that wonder is, if they're all like that. That's from best life. No, yeah, like probably. Every single they just one. assign very general things to these, so everybody kind of fits. Oh, I can tell. 
uh, you're a cancer, so you're probably loving and breathe through your nose a lot. <laughs> and you're like, wow, I do. I do. That's crazy. So let's get to this. And here's a story about experts saying for the sake of your marriage, don't put off taking a vacation this summer. Do you guys have plans for a vacation, Eddie? Absolutely. Going to the beach. Florida? Yeah. Lunchbox? Yeah, going to the beach with my in-laws. Wow, he sounds excited. You, I don't your like the- vacation is with in-laws. Do you like that or no? Man, I don't like the beach, so... Yeah, I don't like the beach either. I'm like, <laughs> which is worse, in-laws for vacation or beach for vacation? Uh, probably the beach. What, what are you talking about? Because what do you do? You just sit in the sand. And Dude, it's so freaking hot. There, there's no shade. I don't. It's not relaxing to me to just sit out there. I can't even see my phone because it's so bright. Take an umbrella. Then what's the use? And then you're crammed up <laughs> then in you're that just little- hot, not getting any sun. You guys are crazy. Uh, I didn't grow up on a beach, so growing up in Arkansas, we never went to the beach, so I never was given that love early mm-hmm. and it never developed because once I got to be an adult, I was like, why am I sitting outside for the sake of just sitting outside? <laughs> it's hot. The Wi-Fi is not good out here. Yeah, you guys How can nuts. I relax just sitting? So, Ray, you like the beach? Love it. Yeah. I'm going there. 95% of people love the beach. Yeah, that's because I'm a, I'm a wakeboarder. I like to get on those tidal surf things too. A wakeboarder at the beach? Yeah. Dude, I, that's all I do, right on the skimboard. Like skimboard. Oh, skimboard. Yeah, yeah, different. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Different for sure. <laughs> the reason is travel strengthens partnerships, ignites romance and intimacy, and leads to healthier relationships. Couples who travel together report higher levels of satisfaction with their relationships. But I don't know if it counts if you're going with your in-laws. Mm, or, yeah, or kids. And kids. Mm. I mean, I think they're... That doesn't count. Yeah, because there's no romance with the kids. Zero percent. Because all your time is spent. Yeah, and even at the end of the day, like, you're exhausted, you just go to sleep. Yeah. Mm. Got it. <laughs> Did you guys see the that. alien story from Vegas this past weekend? Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, here comes Bobby. Did you watch the video? I, I did not watch... I watched, like, five seconds of it. I was like, I can't. This is so stupid. A few weeks ago... I guess, I guess it came out this weekend, but the story happened a few weeks ago. A Las Vegas police officer's body cam captured a UFO falling out of the sky. A few minutes later, a family called 911 complaining about a nine-foot-tall non-human being stranded in their backyard. And I saw the video in the backyard as well. I want to play you the clip here. We were working, and we just see in a corner of our eye something fall down from the sky, and it was with light, and when it hit down, it was like a big impact, and we felt it. We felt like an energy, and then and then, and then then we hear like a lot of footsteps near us. There's like an eight-foot person beside it, and another one's inside, and it has big eyes and looking at us. So there's two people or two subjects that are in your backyard. Correct. They look like they look like aliens to us. They're shiny eyes, and and they're not human. They're 100 percent they're not human. That's not an actor. And that's 100 percent a sober dude. He sounds sober. He sounds sober. Yeah. So that's a 911 call. It is. Wow. Las Vegas police followed up on the call after a different officer's body cam. Captured a growing green light streak across the sky from the right top corner until it appeared to crash in the distance. At least 21 people across California, Arizona, Nevada, and Utah reported seeing the glowing green light, according to the American Meteor Society. And then there have been a lot of videos that have come out. And I think some of them, though, because they know how interesting this is, some of, the, some of them now are fake. Oh and they're really gosh. good. Of course. And it's ruining it for if this is real. <laughs> because they're putting fake ones out there. So what happens? Do they show up? Do the, where, where did the nine yeah, foot go? I saw a video of the alien in the backyard. Oh, and? Is it clear? Is yes. It HD? It is. It's so clear. But it looks so... And I think this part is a fake one. The one that I saw that's being passed around. Okay. It's so good that I think it's fake. Because you just see the creature down mm-hmm. 
and looking at the ground and like turns his head to, when the guy starts talking and then turns it's and have big eyes just like the guy described yeah wow <laughs> <laughs> this is crazy there there's a lot of smoke for there to be no fire guys just right. in general would you admit there's a lot of smoke all over the yeah, world yeah there's a lot of crazies that want this yeah, to be real I hear ya <laughs> a South Carolina woman mouthed help me to a police officer during a traffic stop Yeesh. her passenger had just shot someone oh <gasps> A South Carolina police officer is being praised for her attention to detail during a traffic stop that led to a shooting suspect's arrest. The police department recognized Officer Kayla Wallace's quick response in a Way to Go Wednesday Facebook post. Wow. Oh, wow. Way to go. <laughs> Wallace pulled over a white Jeep while speaking with the female driver, a male passenger. Wallace reportedly noticed that the woman was distressed. Making note of the driver's discreet plea for assistance, Wallace removed the passenger from the Jeep and placed him in the patrol car's back seat. They did the investigation. They arrested the passenger. Collins Bates was accused of shooting someone outside of a sports bar. Oh, that's crazy. That's so the crazy. cop had to be cool, too. Like, got, yes. the, got the sign and then like, all right, I got to play cool. And so the passenger's yes, not alarmed. In case the passenger who knows they will be in trouble if the cop knows it's them Oof. pulls a gun on them. So probably, I'm going to make this part out, but probably, hey, standard protocol, I have to separate you two so I can ask you guys some questions and make sure nobody's in trouble here, make sure nobody's been harmed. Um, would you go here? Would you go here? And then, boom. I had a friend, well, he still is a police officer, but what he, he used to work nights and he would go to certain remote areas and he would see a car. And in that car, sometimes there would be two teenagers or slightly older in the back seat getting busy. Mm -hmm. But what he'd have to do when he'd go up to it, he'd have to separate them to make sure that one of them wasn't being put in a situation they don't want to be in. Oh, interesting. So we'd separate that. them to, add, yeah. Like, are you here on your own will? Is everything happening? That, and then you guys... Really and so he'd, guys lie, he'd break it up. Though, up? Right? He'd break it up. And he's like, all right, you guys get back to it. Well, yeah, no, no, you, no. How do you, you start back up? That's you can't start back up. You're not supposed to do that, there. That happens. <laughs> no. When they break it up, yeah. A woman glues her eyes shut after mistaking nail glue for eye drops. Oh, no. Why do people do this? They make the nail glue look too much like eye drops. Oh, no, they don't. Yes, they do. <laughs> they literally, it's in a plastic bottle. Hey, I got some. Read the label. Or don't put But your, if you don't have glasses on, you're grabbing your eye drops. If there's a gorilla on it, it's not oh, eye drops. I agree. I completely agree. Okay. Like, pay attention. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just saying, some of these bottles look too much like eye drops. And I'm looking at it now, but you know, she... Oh, no. And also don't... And maybe she didn't put it there. Maybe somebody else did. Her eye drops and her super glue were near each other. And why should they ever be in the same spot? Right, right, right. Never. But somebody may have put it there. Doctors were able to get her eye open, but the recovery process involved days of numbing drops, blurry vision, and really itchy days. Yeah. The oh, mix-up occurred after she gave her daughter a manicure and left the glue bottle, which is identical in size and color, to the eye drops on the same dresser. Oh, you just can't put it yeah. where it's not supposed to go. But also, they make them look very, very similar. When you said nail, I thought it was like hammer and nail, not like your fingernail. Oh, no, fingernails. That makes more sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ted Kaczynski, the Unabomber, died in prison yeah, at that. 81 years old. The notorious serial killer known as the Unabomber has died. He was found unresponsive in his prison cell at 1225 a.m. I think he killed himself based on a lot of the reports that I've read. Some reports are yeah, saying, saying suicide. I didn't realize he was still alive. UPI, yeah. Bad dude. Did you ever, did you see the stuff that he was, all the uh, experiments they did on him early in his life? Mm-mm. What? Like the, I think the CIA, yeah. When he was at, I believe, Harvard, they experimented on him a lot. Like trying to figure out his brain? Well, he wasn't in trouble then. 
Oh, but so what were they experimenting on him for? I've watched the documentary. Well, because I think it was even, hey, if you guys like to volunteer for this, you can make some extra money. Uh, But it was like hardcore stuff they did to him. I don't know if that affected him later. Man. That Unabomber show is real good on Netflix. Never seen it. Like Bad Dude. It's I think it was called like a Manhunt Unabomber. Real good. I don't have Netflix anymore. They busted you, man. Why don't you just pay for an account now? I don't know. I was doing the trade system, and so I got to... There's no trade. That's not a system. That's the tr- stealing. <laughs> no, no, because I let people use my this, and they I use their that. A <laughs> little bit of this, a little bit of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I do it with other ones, too, but I'm not going to name them now because they may be on the lookout. They're not listening or, to the show. I but, think they're just eventually but, shutting it down. Uh, but we have rats in here. I don't think a rat oh, ratted you goodness. out. Uh, I don't think a rat would know how to rat you out. Listen, you don't think Mike knows how to rat people out? I don't, don't think he knows your account number to the Netflix you're stealing. I don't think he knows my name. And why would he want to rat you out? I think he knows your name, but I don't think that helps. It's not under your name. I don't know. Maybe I don't give him enough respect so he goes and rats me on Netflix <laughs> okay. or something. I don't know. Rats well, have the reasons. Also, I'll say this. On Friday of this week, uh, tickets to the first show on my Comedically Inspirational on tour, tour go on sale for the Nashville show. And so that show will be happening July 22nd, so like six weeks from now at CMA Theater tickets go on sale Friday at 10 a.m. Central Time. Would love for you to come. It's going to be a really cool show. I don't have an opener yet. I put on TikTok that I'm going to do like 10 shows. Not, doing, not that many cities, but I'm going to record, I think, each city and then wind up doing a special out of it. And so I was like, I don't have an opener, so here's the deal. It pays 1000 bucks per show. It doesn't have to be somebody funny if you're good at music. And so getting a lot of submissions, which I didn't know if that would even work. Mm-hmm. I think they're tagging me too, trying to like... Good, you know, because hey. I have so many, I'm not able to find them all. Okay. So let me know if you come across anybody good. All right, I will. But yeah, tickets go on sale this Friday at bobbybones.com and that'll be it. All right. Thank you very much. That's the news. Those were Bobby's Big Stories. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, 
it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Rachel Martin. You probably know how interview podcasts with famous people usually go, right? There's a host, a guest, and a light Q&A. On NPR's new podcast, Wild Card, we have ripped up the typical script. It's part existential deep dive and part game show. I ask actors, artists, and comedians to play a game using a special deck of cards to ask some of life's biggest questions. Listen to NPR's Wild Card on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, look, big weekend. Hey, Abby, let me talk to you for a second about Eric Church because I don't really know what happened here. So yes. mm-hmm. I was seeing on Twitter that people booed Eric Church, which yes. you don't think anybody should ever boo Eric Church. Nah. You Eric Church, you need to have war with me. That's the chief, man. And I'm not even like a, what do they call his fans? The chief heads? No. <laughs> no, it's not chief heads. What is it? Choir. Oh, yeah, the church the choir. The church choir. Yeah. <laughs> chief heads. Like, as a dude, I really like Eric. He's a super nice guy. And so I don't think you should boo Eric Church. I think he's given a lot to the songwriting community, the country music community. Oh, yeah. But I don't really know what happened. So, Abby, you were there at the end of the night. What night was it, CMA Fest? So it was Saturday night. He was like the headliner or, you know, the closing act. Okay. And then what happens? So he did seven songs. Like the first three, I hadn't, I didn't know that well. He did, um, that was a cold one, you know, Drink in My Hand. And then he did Smoke a Little Smoke, oh. that I, song. I saw Drink in My Hand was like a super like funky, different kind of, you know, doing different melody. Do you like that or no? It was okay. I like the original better. I mean, okay. it was definitely different, but... Fair. Go ahead. But at the very end, he did um, his song, like, Drink a Little Drink, Smoke a Little Smoke. And then he just kind of walked off. Like, he just grabbed his drink and was like, thank you, bye, and walked off. And I didn't really think much of it. And then p- the lights came on and people just started booing. I had never seen that before. Why? I, that's what I really don't know because... He did his, all seven songs, and it was like 30 minutes. I think they were just waiting for him to, like, you know, do Springsteen and all his other big ones, too, I guess. So they booed a guy that's known for playing a lot of album cuts for his most passionate fans? Or did they yeah. boo him because he just walked off? I did see, two where he's like, you guys want to play all night or something? Did he say that? Yeah, he did. And, and did- so that's why it was oh. just kind of, it was only like 30 minutes, so it wasn't much longer than anybody else's set. He also doesn't loud. have full control of that. Like, I don't know what's happening in his ears. Somebody says time to walk off. Hey, we can't play. This mm-hmm. is not our show. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't either. Because the crowd didn't seem that into it, you know. But I don't know if it was just because it was super late. It was like 1230 mm-hmm. or 1245 in the morning. So I still don't know. Were really. you satisfied? Yeah. I wanted to hear more of his like well-known songs. Um, Fair. So that probably. As being not a chief head. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> did, did Abby boo? No, I did not boo. I was so confused at what was happening. Well, we have a recording of you booing, Abby. (laughs) Oh, we got video. I'd like to play it now. So do you think the boos were justified? Um, Maybe just because he was like the closer. And I feel like there was more energy before him. Were people walking out? Um, Not really. Mm -mm. Good. But a lot of people were sitting, which I was kind of confused, so... You would think at the very end, people are like fired up. It seems like there's some sort of misunderstanding here. And I don't know whose part it was because I wasn't even awake, much less there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was late, man. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what happened. I don't know if he was mad or... I... You just shouldn't boo Eric Church. Like that should be one of the rules of country music, period. Mm-hmm. Even if you're not happy with that performance, you shouldn't boo Eric Church. 
Morgan got booed. Now Morgan getting booed, I can understand. She got booed. Well, she hasn't. She's not like Eric Church. She didn't have a great bunch of great songs. She, you know, she hasn't given you know, her life to the country music community. Morgan, why did you get booed? So I had to make stage announcements when I went out there. They'd give me these cards, and I went out there, and I had to share, like, hey, there's severe weather coming tomorrow. Make sure you know where your shelter is. And this group of guys just went at me, and they started booing me because I was talking about the severe weather coming. I was like, guys, I'm just a messenger. Don't shoot me. She was like, me. save that for Eric Church tonight, <laughs> yeah, midnight. Don't do it to me. So they were just booing because you were saying severe weather. Yeah, and they were, they were like, we don't want to hear about this. So it felt really bad, though. It felt like they were booing directly at me because it was, like, intense. It was a full group of, like, 12 guys. Are you sure they weren't flirting? I mean, that could have been their way of flirting, but it was kind of bad well, flirting. that's how guys flirt, right? Anything to get attention. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Boo. <laughs> Punch in the shoulder when you're fourth grade. <laughs> like, guys flirt in really juvenile ways. You have a good CMA Fest? Yeah. It was long, but it was a lot of fun. Did you go to Eric Church? I did not go to Eric Church. I was there Thursday night. Amy and I did an announcement. She ran. I felt really bad for Amy. She came from a different iHeart event and and barely made it to do one stage hit. Like we were, I was walking on stage and she comes running up. I'm like, "Here's your card. Here we go." And we're like laughing on stage. We barely had time to prepare anything. How does the closer normally end that set? Yeah, that's like are they like, "Thank you, CMA Fest. Good night, everybody. Woo. Thanks for not booing. I don't right. know. That's how, I mean, that's how Dan and Shay did. They okay. ended theirs that way. They and said thanks for not booing. No, they said thanks for not booing. <laughs> But they said, like, thanks, everybody. This is awesome. And they walked off stage. That's not the chief's style. His style is not to be like, this is awesome. Thank you very much. Just to make you wonder. I love you guys. Speaking of Dan and Shay, did he cut his hair? Yes. Okay. Oh, Dan I'm, cut his hair? I'm going to tell you, breaking news. I saw some of his security footage. Oh, no. Breaking news. Breaking news. Was he cut hair on stage? Yes. Okay. So Abby even texted me. She's like, do you see his hair? And I looked and it's still curly, but it's all of the long hair is gone. Oh, no. They're doing a whole new record. They're doing a whole, we're going to the next stage. But they have a baby deer that's been living in their yard. Really? Dan and Abby. And we're close to them. And so I say close. I didn't know his hair was cut. But what happened was... They were showing a, a Abby on her Instagram. Dan's wife was showing their dogs like chasing the deer in their yard. And Dan runs out like trying to stop it. And his hair's cut. I forget about the deer. And I'm like, Dan, cut his hair. Dan, cut his hair. <laughs> forget about the baby deer. Yeah, his hair kind of looks like mine a little bit. Wasn't there like uh, he wasn't going to cut it until or maybe there was so much success going on. He wasn't going to cut it. Now it's going to happen. It's well, over. If they're they going to get out, dropped. If they, listen, if their record's a turd, <laughs> <laughs> blame it on the hair. Oh, no. Hey, Abby, let me ask you one more question. I saw you playing a show this weekend. <laughs> yeah. I just booked a last minute one. Like, you guys motivated me. That's all I need is someone to call in and ask if you're playing. So how do you just last minute book a show? Who lets you? I just texted my contact there. At the hotel? Uh-huh. And so you go play, did you make any money? I did, yeah. And you know what I did this time? What? <laughs> so I watched, last time, the other artist was going on after me, and she put a little card there with her Venmo name. Isn't that genius? Oh, for tips. Yeah, instead of just like, so people, if they don't have cash. Yeah, so is that what you did? Yeah, I did. How much you make? How long did you play? So about an hour and a half, 150. Wow. Hey. That's 100 bucks an hour. That's that's really good. Well, you didn't book that one for her. (laughs) No, no, that's, I got it. You don't get percentage for creating relationships. I can tell you from having agents. You don't get percentage from creating relationships. Oh, I disagree. No, no, I'm telling you. (laughs) I agree with Bobby. Yeah, you don't. If he booked you that, that's different. But he didn't book that for you. He did not. Yeah. Well, good job, Abby. Ooh, Are you playing more? Do you feel like you're getting better as a performer? I do, yeah. I'm going to start adding more songs, you know? What about <laughs> songs that you write? Oh boy. Oh boy. Originals. No, no, no. Guys, guys, stop. I'm going to work on that, Just too. one. Yes. You can just put one in your set. That's all I need. 
It's one. It's one song to go number one. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Not That's even, not okay. going to happen. All right. All right. All right. Easy breezy. All right. <laughs> you guys can call us if you'd like. 877-77-BOBBY. Oh, hold on. Don't hit it. Thank you, Scuba Steve. I got to do this and breathe oh. here. It's not on my screen. I'm looking at a picture of Dan Smyers with short hair on my screen. Yeah, I got to see that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so what we're going to do is on the Friday morning conversation this week, do we have a clip from Philip Phillips? Do, we have... do you want me to sing it? Yeah, go ahead. Settle down, it'll all be free. That's good. Keep going. Yeah. This is the part I'm singing right here. Okay, turn it out. That's true. That's true. That's true. So you get to control our Friday morning conversation with Philip Phillips. So what's going to happen is if you call 877-77-BOBBY, leave us the question you want to ask Philip, and we'll do it. All courtesy of Verizon's My Plan. So that's what it is. What it is. You get control of your phone plan. You get exactly what you want. Only pay for what you need and turn on the perks whenever you want them. And then you take control of our show, too, and your phone plan. With my plan from Verizon and Philip Phillips. And his song goes like, how, Eddie? Settle down, it'll all be free. There you go. Thank you. I don't think those are the words, but I tried. I think that's the word. Is that right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Miami, Florida. A man broke into a phone store around 4 a.m. And he's like, how am I not going to be able to be detected? I'll put a bo- box over my head. Mm-hmm. And he goes in. He psh, psh, Smashes the display case, taking all the things out, putting them in a bag, and he realizes, man, I can't really see if I'm getting everything. Because <laughs> the box is on his head. Because the box is on his head. He yeah. forgot to cut the eyes out. Oh, yeah. So he... He didn't cut the eyes? First no. of all, it sounds like a terrible idea anyway, but... A box on your head? What? I'm looking at a video. He literally just has a box with no holes in it. I feel like we all did this when we were like five years old. Yeah. We only looked at the ground and ran <laughs> right. out of stuff. Right. Yeah. And so then he lifted it up and put it on top of his head, and you can see his face. I'm looking right at it. It falls off his head. And so then they were able to put the picture up, and that's how they caught him. Well, it's like it's on like the front middle of his head, and it slides like the back middle of yeah. like the crown. Yeah, you're in trouble then. And you, so you can see his face. Then he has to pull. <laughs> Just the idea of the box to start with, with no eye holes. You got to, we all know this, the first rule of being a kid is put eye holes in the things you put over your head. Of right. course. All right, Lunchbox. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Just a reminder, tickets to my Nashville show, Comedically Inspirational, that's happening in July, go on sale on Friday, and we'd love for you guys to get them. More details at bobbybones.com, and if you are a B-team member, like an official member, whatever that means, you have to buy anything. You just sign up via email, you'll get that link like Tuesday or Wednesday of this week for the pre-sale. All right, cool. That's that. Bobbybones.com for more ticket information there, but let's go over now and do the Good News Countdown. It's the Good News Countdown. Counting down the biggest good news stories across the land. Here we go. Number three. New research finds we might be on the verge of a cancer vaccine for people fighting colon and pancreatic cancers. In human testing, the vaccine showed the potential to lower the risk of relapse in 100% of patients who had surgery to remove their tumors, but, quote, still had cancer markers in their blood. At the start of the new trial, nearly all the patients showed signs of their cancer returning, and this would be huge, obviously, but wanted to share that, even though it's semi-preliminary. thought that was good news. Number two. A 14-year-old teenager in Texas has graduated high school and is headed to the University of Texas at Arlington. Again, she's 14. Her name is Ofreshenair Bowderen, and she entered high school at age 10. 
Dang. I thought I got picked on or I was small. (laughs) I'm not saying she got picked on, but 10 years old. Wow, that's young. That's crazy. Good for her. Let's go. Last one. Number one. Last week, a military father named Douglas Hernandez surprised his daughter at her UNLV graduation. He traveled more than 30 hours from where he was stationed in the Middle East. His daughter, Pamela, did not know he was coming. The two hadn't seen each other in at least a year. Everybody, we have a very special surprise. Pamela is being greeted by her father, a U.S. Navy Petty Officer Second Class who has made the trip from overseas to see his daughter graduate. My heart sank. (laughs) I mean, I was like shaking. I I couldn't believe it. I'm just happy to be here. I'm happy to have my dad here and uh, I'm happy to start a new chapter in life. That is a great story and that is the Good News Countdown. That was the Good News Countdown. And that's it. We will see you tomorrow. Goodbye, everybody. Yeah. BobbyBones.com. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then mm-hmm. a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's and what it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts.